Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The college football experience, Miami, Ohio, Red Hawks 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet, get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy and sleeper, but now you can uh, win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Yes. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. IP vanish is the official VPN on SGPN. Uh, or I'm sorry, the official VPN of SGPN, and they're they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com/sgp. Once again, that's ipvanish.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Football experience, Miami, Ohio, Red Hawks 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh, you know, I love Maxion. I actually would argue it's one of my favorite conferences in all of the land. I am joined by a, I don't know how much he likes the action, <laughs> but I'm not a Mac hater. I'm just honest that, uh, you know, I haven't fully explored the joys of the Mac yet. I'm, I'm learning. I'm well, still learning. tomorrow's a new day people, right? I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for farmer, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, yes, we love matching football. I'm very excited for the season. 
Oh, How many Miami Ohio fans said fuck this podcast? I am out. <laughs> Listen, Colby is going to win. What would that be? An Emmy for that beautiful voice of yours? You know, it was I, I you come to a point in life, Patty C, where you don't know which route to turn down. I had some people knock on my door saying, Hey, you gotta sing. You're fantastic. <laughs> You're a singer. I had some people knocking down my door saying, dude, you should just, you know, have you considered the uh, the alcohol drinking contest uh, that goes on in in uh, Aruba every year, or host a college football podcast and college basketball oh. podcast, and hopefully you're watching on YouTube. We're doing a little bit yeah. of all three of those. By the way, liking the stash there, buddy. Oh. Throwing it out. Look at this guy. I'm doing my best, Chuck Martin. I don't know, right? <laughs> uh, but I'm doing my best, B- B- Roethlisberger. How about that? There you go. Remember him during COVID? He looked like a bush. You know what I mean? Just look like a uh, just I hilarious, like a bear, like a Big fucking ben Kodak bear. Gave zero fucks. Um, but hey, I mean, look, this is uh, this is fun. We like talking this. I like talking Maxion because. Uh, it's always been fun to me. I thought they're genius for going and doing these Tuesday, Wednesday night games. I think they should do more of them. I think they could get more eyes on them, but I'll be honest. We fun were talking brand. about this. Hey, ESPN and, and the college football powers that be, if you guys would just wake up and actually have a fair system that would work with a large playoff with automatic qualifiers for every single conference. Well then take last year, for example, Patty, see first off Chuck Martin and the Miami, Ohio red Hawks were seven and six a year ago. But if you exclude their first game at Cincinnati, they lost by five at Minnesota the very next week, back to back away, a 13 point loss at army, a one point loss at Eastern Michigan, a two point loss at Ohio. And then a, on the final game of the regular season, Patty, see they lost by one to Kent state at Mm. Dick stadium, this in overtime, uh, this undefeated is, at home, only five home games last year. They were good. So I mean, they lost all those games were close games with the exception of the Cincinnati and game. All the losses were on the road, but just imagine if, if we had a, yes, I get it. Okay. People say, Oh, you don't want the Mac to play. They shouldn't have a chance to play for the, uh, which is just retarded because they have a chance. Kent state plays Georgia or the Mac. How many Mac schools are playing sec teams every year? All right. Uh, since the SEC is always in the in the in the college football playoff, and and they are kind of you know ESPN's behind the SEC dictating all this. Well, guess what? Miami Ohio plays uh, the Kentucky Wildcats week one. All right, uh, they all uh, the Kentucky also plays you know the Northern Illinois Huskies. Right, you can go team by team every year. Akron, I think it's Auburn. Right, yeah. Every year you can just see a slew of MAC games that are on the SEC schedule. I would argue to all those people. Well, why not have that as your playoff game? If if you're so, so quick to belittle that, right? Well, why if they're going to play the game anyway, right? Why not allow that to happen in the playoffs? When yeah, the, and, and when you're playing one of the better teams. Yeah. Yes. Here's the other thing about this: ninety percent of those, if not a hundred percent of those games, are going to be played in an SEC stadium. We've got uh, uh, Miami losing most of their games on the road. And very close games. We know statistically, it's around three and a half, four points. Uh, the three, I think, a three and a half point advantage to be at home. Let alone at a neutral site. Let alone you actually playing at home. Yeah. So, just by playing these teams at home instead of playing five road, uh, five home games and seven road games, maybe this team has an entirely different resume at the end of the season if they're playing home games instead of road games. 
and maybe at a neutral site, these, these uh, games go a different way. Yeah. Well, and imagine this Patty C. So Saturday, November 27th, last year, they lose to Kent state in overtime by one, right? Imagine last year, all of a sudden this game, cause the winner of that game went to the Mac 48, championship. 47 yeah. overtime. The winner of that went to the Mac championship, which then an automatic bid would have been on the line. Yeah. We see it when we watch the NCAA tournament, when you watch like the SoCon tournament, which is fantastic or the Missouri Valley or something. Imagine that game. You see a fucking instant classic. Yeah. And all of a sudden Kent state, uh, you know, at the time they won by one, they would have went then to the Mac championship with a chance to win to go to the playoff. It would be so great for everybody. Their, their ratings would go so, like, that's what's hilarious is ESPN, even though they're, they, people say that they're the driving force behind college football. Well, then they should be the first one to know that this should fucking, this whole thing would be so much more exciting yeah. by the end of their year at the, in the current system, there are so few games that actually have an impact on the postseason and the, what the, the playoff, what, what actually matters the outcome of the season. Well, just think, and all those Tuesday night matching games that that I I mean, look, I love them, but maybe your average college football fan doesn't watch. Yeah. Well, maybe now you watch because you say, "Hey, there's a path to the playoffs on the line here." Yeah. These games are very, you know, important. Not to mention, we we compare this to uh, the the ability for these programs to grow. You yeah. Know? Well, it's like in college basketball, and I've made this argument on and on and on. Gonzaga is the first example. I would say you can mention Gonzaga went from, you know, being a mid major in the eighties and built that program from the John Stockton years all the way up uh, to, to Mark few becoming their coach and building on that. And now they're a power and they're respected. They haven't won the national championship uh, yet, but they're recruiting at a national championship level. They've been to the national championship twice in the past five years. You can look around Creighton now in the big East Creighton did the same thing. Loyola Chicago just went to the Atlantic 10 this year. You can go on and on and on about uh, Xavier Musketeers. You can uh, Ohio fans will probably tell you this, uh, you know, or Miami Ohio fans will probably tell you this. But there's so many more examples of that kind of mobility in college basketball from the bottom to the top. And I understand a much smaller roster, you know, a lot of factors that contribute to that. But we believe that access is a massive one, like you said. Of if you course. Keep, keep a good program, and then you pull some upsets. You know, not, not only access for the university, for their te- for college football views. You want to make if if this conference realignment shit is happening, and you have this SEC against Big Ten, don't you want to? Uh, this is all being uh, moved to maximize eyeballs on TVs. Yeah, right. Watching games, live sports is the driving factor behind this. If not, then USC would not be in the uh, big the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, and Texas wouldn't be in the SEC, right? But the 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 trickle down effect from people watching. Well, you know what would help people watching? A fucking large playoff where yeah. Miami Ohio has a chance. Where you don't have yeah. to. Where the where the process doesn't in, in involve jumping from conference to conference all to get to these consolidated yes. super conferences. It's, it's mind numbing, man. Instead, yeah. just like allow teams f- to grow organically within their conference and give that conference some fucking love. Yeah. It's it's mind numbing. It's absolutely mind numbing. I know these Miami, Ohio fans like, but what are you talking about the team? We're bringing back a lot. We can win the Mac this year and end up in the, uh, I don't know the the Kodak film bowl. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I don't know, but uh, here we go. Chuck Martin back for his ninth season. He's doing a solid job. 
Eric Kohler, the co- the offensive coordinator, is back. Sixty second in scoring offense a season ago. Eighty first in rush offense. Twenty first in pass offense. Fire the laser, Patty. He's C. been the OC the entire time there under Martin. continuity, baby. Fifty second in total offense. And look, Blaine Gabbert. You might have heard that name if you're just tuning in and say, I don't know about this Miami team, but Blaine Gabbert. He was a he was a first round draft pick in the NFL. Top top what? Top five? I top, think it's top ten. Top ten. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Brett Gabbard is his little brother, and Brett Gabbard is firing the laser all around. He's back for his junior season. Now they are breaking in a new running back, and it seems to be Jalen Bester that will be the guy. I I, I think uh, two or three wideouts are back though, and that is huge because Jalen Walker and one of my favorites, Mac Hippenhammer. Oh, <laughs> great name! Great name! Three letter first name. Yes. 30 letters last yeah, and hip and hammer. Come on. Yeah. You gotta know and this Swaggy. guy, this guy's doing shots with the boys. They gotta be, Hey, hip uh, and hammer. Oh, yeah. right? There's gotta <laughs> be some jokes there, right? Definitely. Uh, they are breaking in a new tight end and his name is great too. It seems like it's going to be Jack cold iron. <laughs> oh, that's, right. that's great. That's like an eighties detective. You <laughs> Jack know what I mean? cold iron. No one stops Jack cold iron from, from for solving a, the mystery for a tight end. Especially yeah. if you get hammered by cold iron over oh, the middle, man, if you get hip and hammered over the middle <laughs> and then you got cold iron coming through, uh, they got four or five starters back on the offensive line led by Sam Vaughn. Uh, I can tell you this man, having those wideouts Gabbert back and four or five starters on the O line. Sign me up for this offense. Actually, be able to do, uh, to 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 be a threat in some of these big time games. They play a lot of big time schools. Patty, see, do you know since the year two thousand, they have scored wins against North Carolina, Louisville, Syracuse, Vanderbilt, and Northwestern, who happens to be on the schedule wow. this year. Five Pretty power impressive. five wins in the past twenty years. Well, Miami, Ohio. You know, this one shocked me. Really, just uh, Cincinnati just a year or two ago got, took the lead on the rivalry. Yeah, they had a big rivalry. They yeah, play at, uh, they Paul played Stadium, like hundred, right? like yeah. over a hundred games, and uh, Miami had the lead for a long, long time. This team used to be really good. Um, we were looking at they have an advantage over pretty much uh, uh, win loss wise over every team in the MAC. You know, blue blood baby. At least as far back as Sports Reference goes. So imagine if they could build on that. And yeah, I don't, know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know, you know what I mean. Jack Sorensen gone fourteen hundred. He was a beast. He was yards. a DFS beast. And if you're wondering if you're if you're a Maxion guy, we do a DFS Maxion show. Oh man, you got, uh, we do a DFS show every week for college football. Check out that one once the season starts. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, Patty C. Bill Brecken is their defensive coordinator. Uh, first year guy. First year, but he's been with the program for a bit. Continuity, continuity, continuity. Yep. Um, 40th in scoring defense the season go 56 in rush defense, 61st in pass defense, 52nd in total defense. That's pretty good defense for the Mac. I think it's a pretty good defense. Top half of the conference or now of the uh, nation. I should say. Yeah. Top half of the nation. Yeah. Uh, the defense side of the ball is a, what I think we should circle. Cause I believe 10 of the 13 top tacklers are gone Two of uh, two returning stars on the defensive line. They are both defensive tackles though. So I think if you had to choose that might Probably be what you want. Yeah, interior uh, toughness. All three linebackers. Well, three of four linebackers are back. Um, uh, just one of four back in the secondary. That's corner Jaden Rucker furlough, and I guess another great name. Their top linebacker, I think Jacquez Warren, might be their top guy back. Uh, they're breaking in a new kicker, but the punter's coming back. 
Don't forget old Matthew Salopak. He was one of a oh, yeah. few guys that uh was on the national radar as far as uh tackles, right? Tackles. Yeah. So, so 13th in the nation in solo tackles last year. Getting after it. Well, look, we want to talk more Miami, Ohio football. We're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk recruiting rankings. We're going to talk Vegas expectations in, uh, in good old. What is it? Oxford? I believe Oxford, Ohio, right? Let me double check that. It sounds right. My, I actually have family. I have a cousin. That Oxford, Miami, Ohio. Ohio. That's yeah, right. Yep. She said it was a great party school. Good time. Um, uh, what else do we got going here? Uh, we're going to talk, we're going to go game by game on the schedule and break down every single game. The Red Hawks play in 2022, but first I got to get us paid folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience, Miami, Ohio, Red Hawk preview is brought to you by WinBet. bet $50 at WinBet. get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy and sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over/under game. Just head to sleeper.com/slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com/slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering seventy percent off if you go to ipvanish.com/slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com/slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Make sure to check out the new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact with us and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Maybe you're watching some action Tuesday night stuff. All right, maybe uh, I don't know. You got your uh, I don't know what's going. On. Wife took the kids uh, to the, the in-laws. I don't know, right? <laughs> and you're just sitting there you're saying that's ah, kind of boring night, but I want to watch some good old action football. Well, why not watch it essentially with us? Getting that getting that channel. All right. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We'll all be talking shop in there, no matter the sport. It doesn't even have to be That's college right. football. You could be talking about darts and fucking New Delhi, and I'm sure that we got we'll someone. We'll be chopping it up yeah. in there. So uh, hop on over there. You'll enjoy it. All right, Patty C. We're back talking Red Hawk football. See, now this is the thing. You see some mid majors be able to really conquer the transfer portal. Yeah. More so though, you see the power schools like we've seen Ole Miss, Miami, and and I see the point made about you know the transfer portal strengthens the Power Five, hurts the group of five. Uh, there's some anomalies. I think Cincinnati did a good job in the transfer portal. There's certain schools in the group of five, but I get I, I look at some and I like like the Miami Ohio Redhawks, and I see the point made. I do, I would wonder though, maybe Chuck Martin's old school. Cause to me, if I was head coach of Miami, Ohio, or, or a school like that, say the Akron zips say, I don't know Wyoming Cowboys. Um, Cause I know some of those schools aren't very well. Akron was very active in the transfer portal, but I mean, there's some schools that just seem to, to get destroyed. Right. Yeah. And maybe that's philosophy or maybe that's just picking the smaller, the smaller guy. But if I were them, I would devour the FCS. To me, I would say, okay, look, these teams made the FCS playoffs. These teams were really good, or, or you know, I'd be watching film all off season of FCS football and as much as I can in the regular season, and I'd be trying to pick apart guys there. It seemed like they don't, that, that doesn't happen that often. As we preview each one of these teams, all 131, yeah. it seems it like that a little, doesn't happen, but not a ton. Yeah, not a ton. I'm sure there would have been more when the you know the 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 route was for FCS players wouldn't lose a year of eligibility. Whereas the FBS to FBS transfer would, you'd see a lot more guys coming up. But now True. that the year of eligibility is, is 
forgiven for everyone, then there's a lot more FBS to FBS transferring going on. One thing about that though, if you look at the transfer portal rankings versus the recruiting rankings, you would expect the top 10 teams to be getting the top 10 guys transferring into them. Okay. But it looks like at least for them, I haven't done a full on study of this, but I'll give you an example. Like 2019, they had the 89th best uh, transfer class, but the 91st best recruiting class. So, so they actually improved. Yeah, in a way. they're getting yeah. a little better based on their transfers. Well, I, let's let's but let's break it down here because transfer portal is such a huge factor in, in college football in 2020s. Uh, Jordan Brunson, running back from Virginia Tech, comes in. Uh, offensive lineman John Brecky from Holy Cross. Holy Cross keeps a good FCS football program, so maybe that's a nice get for them on the there offensive line. Cornerback Nolan Johnson coming in from East Carolina. Hmm. Must have not made the cut down there in Greenville. <laughs> uh, linebacker Colby t- throws shade yeah. whenever an ECU guy. I'm chances. joking, Nolan. Relax. <laughs> Have a beer. Relax. Linebacker Ty Wise uh, coming in from Indiana. Safety Michael Dow coming in from Michigan State, and he's actually got a lot of burn at Michigan State, so I expect him to be a difference maker this season. Not not bad, but then you see what went out. And uh, first off, cornerback jo- uh, Jamar Mundy in the portal right now. Offensive tackle Evan Azara in the portal right now. Running back David Afari in the portal right now. Wide receiver Trevon Morgan in the portal. Quarterback AJ Mayer in the portal. Cornerback Cecil Singleton in the portal. They lost defensive end. This was rated as a four star. Cameron Butler to Virginia. Tony Elliott. Lapping the Mac, <laughs> uh, in the Mac 500, in the Maction 500. There we go, Tony Elliott. <laughs> yeah, head active coach in that yeah. transfer portal. Cameron Butler, though, that's a big loss. On if you're wondering why their ends are gone, uh, their DNs. Uh, wide receiver James Byrne is in the portal, or James Burns. I'm sorry. Um, punter Connor Maynard is in the portal. Uh, they lost quarterback, uh, cornerback. I'm sorry, Makai Miller to New Mexico State and Jerry Kill. They lost Ivan Pace Jr. They're one of their better linebackers, one of their better defensive players, to the Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh, yeah. oh, Rivals. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's that's. I mean, where's my clip here? Because it's one thing to to transfer. It's one thing to transfer. I mean, going to the rivals. Couldn't have gone to UCF or something. Or? Ivan Pace Jr. Twelfth. Mm. I know his nation. brother. I think plays for Cincinnati, so I get it. But oh, there's a little bit there. Ninth in the nation in total tackles, Ivan Pace Jr. Top ten tackler in the nation going to your rival. Mm, that's brutal though. But uh, defensive end Lonnie Phelps, he left. That's their other end. He went to Kansas and Lance Leopold. Uh, so uh, you also got offensive lineman Dominic Colado in the portal. Quarterback Alec Bornhorst in the portal. Uh, you got cornerback Travon Booker in the portal. Linebacker Jackson Shot in the portal and. Uh, Wide receiver Nick Manson in the portal. I just think losing your linebacker in those two ends, it, it, just brutal. Uh, but I mean, I will say they brought in a couple guys that I, I I think could be impact players. Bringing in Ty Wise, who I think at the linebacker spot will get some burn, and then Michael Dow. I'm gonna say small loss, small loss. Interesting. Uh, you say they lost it or or what? I would say uh, it's a win. Well, the most recent composite from 2021. They were the hundred third most talented team in the country. Their transfer portal rank was ninety, so that says okay. improvement. And then within the conference, number three, 
But the, again, that doesn't account for outgoing. That's what players. I'm saying. Doesn't account for outgoing losing those three staples on their defense. Yeah, that's that's that is a big loss. You're right. So I don't know. It's it's tough though. They were active. They were trying to make a difference. So talk to me about recruiting, Patty C. Recruiting five years ago, they had a tough year at 130. Ouch, dead last in the nation. But the last four years, remarkably consistent: 91, 92, 90, 90. Within the conference, that was 11. For the first year when they sucked, but then two, five, three, one. So their composite has been fourth or fifth in the conference, four, five, four, four for the last four cycles. So you would expect them to be competitive within the conference, and they kind of were last year. In fact, yeah. they were second in their division, which is exactly yeah. where you'd expect them to finish based on the talent. But uh what do you think? Is this a special year? You know what we forgot to talk about? What's that? The offensive line being a little bit of a strength for them. I don't know if you touched. Oh on yeah, it. four or five starters back, bringing in the kid from Holy Cross. I think this offensive line is going to continue to excel, and probably, I think you might be able to make the case they're the best offensive line in the MAC. Wow. So if you if you're a Miami Ohio Redhawk fan, I think MAC championship or bust. Yeah, I think you can do it this year, and it's a shame that you can't get in that postseason. But hey, what is Frank Martin's uh, M.O. Chuck Martin. bit or Chuck Frank Martin. Martin's Frank. at uh, UMass now oh, college basketball? But yeah. remember, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Miami Ohio's had some great teams. Wally Zerbiak, I remember those years. Oh yeah, um, that handsome son of a gun. Uh, I mean, shit, uh, Ron Harper. Um, not not Ron Harper Jr. Ron Harper Sr. Uh, he went to Miami, Ohio, but oh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause we talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here and we hope you're subscribed to the, to the college football and college basketball experience on YouTube. Uh, so go do that. But yeah, Patty C, I mean, what do you make of this now? Uh, Vegas saying the win total is at six and a half, six and a half buddy. Um, I see it. The juice is coming in. So the overs at minus one thirty-five, the under at plus one fifteen. So Vegas leaning to a seven and five season. Mm, that is uh, asking a lot. Chuck Martin has been there since when? He's got what three winning seasons or four, four five hundred seasons or better in a row for the Red Yeah, Hawks. He started off with four years under five hundred. Since then, he's had uh, four years at at least five hundred. Although. Only in one of those did he manage seven uh, regular season wins. I think it might be his best team yet. We'll see. Week one, Patty C, because you see this graphic out here. Shout out to the graphics team uh, if you're watching on YouTube. Saturday, September 3rd, they are at the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky's won 10 straight, or not 10 straight games. They won 10 games a season ago. Could the Red Hawks pull off the upset? You look at Kentucky a season ago, Patty C. They only beat Chattanooga by five. There were some suspect wins on their uh, schedule there. I think the fact that it's in Lexington makes this a tough road trip. I agree. And I think Kentucky gets it done. Yeah. Week two, the Colonials. Shout out to Robert Morris for actually keeping their name and not being a bunch of cowards <laughs> like George Washington, those scumbags. Col oh, Colonials is offensive. What <laughs> the fuck am I missing right. you here? You established our yeah. country uh, because you were you had hardship. What <laughs> is going on in the world right now? Uh, Robert Morris, they're hosting this one at Jaeger Bomb Stadium uh, in Oxford, Ohio. That's a win against Robert Morris. 
yes. Definitely. So one and one, and then they go to Paul Brown Stadium neutral site game, but not really because you're taking on Cincinnati in Cincinnati to take on the Bearcats who made the college football invitational a year ago. Patty C. They're gonna get their ass kicked again. Yeah, they got rolled. What was the score last year? They got rolled. I think it was by like twenty-eight or thirty or something. I want to see how far Oxford is from Cincinnati. I'll be pulling that up in just a sec. That is only a forty-nine-minute drive at present. I love it. So I not too it. not too much of a. Road I need trip. to do one of these trips. I did this with before with Dayton. We did Dayton and Butler in basketball back to back. I wouldn't mind catching like a Thursday or Wednesday Maction Miami game, and then heading up the skyline chili. In Cincinnati, oh, that would be fun. And checking out Nippert, do a two for yeah. one. Yeah, maybe even add a Bengal game on the, oh, on the third man. side of triple. that thing. Yeah, nice. Uh, Patty C, that's an L. Okay, but check this out. Saturday, September twenty fourth. I see opportunity. It's a shame that they're not getting Northwestern in game one because they are going to be a little battle tested going up against two ten win teams uh, with Kentucky and Cincinnati. But hey, I told you this. They beat. Northwestern before in the past 20 years. Yeah. At Northwestern in Ryan Field. This is a tricky one. Northwestern lost to Duke last year. They were terrible. I saw them live. I went to a uh, Northwestern at Nebraska game. Nebraska oh, yeah. killed them by like 50. Yeah, 40, yeah. 56 to 7. They lost on the last game of the season against Illinois by 33 points. This is a winnable game, man. No, this is a winnable game. This would be the one to circle if you're going to have a, a huge big or if power you're betting the over. If you're betting the over, this is one where you say if you win this, I think you're looking great. Now, this is a brutal schedule cuz essentially they're getting three games in a row on the road when you consider at Cincinnati, then at Northwestern and then at Buffalo mm. Patty C. So let's just play devil's advocate. They lose to the power five schools in Cincinnati. Yeah. They're one and three in the month of September, yep. Saturday, October 1st. I think they beat the Buffalo bulls at UB stadium. It's not going to be free freezing yet. So I think that's an advantage of playing at Buffalo in October, the first week. Well, they smashed them last year. Uh, 45 to 18. I think they get it done. Yeah. So two and three. Yeah. Then they're home to Kent State rematch last year. They lost by one. This is their chance. I think they get it done. Wow. Over you know, Kent State. I, gotta, I almost got to listen to the Kent State episode we did because I can't recall what I picked in that. I would favor Kent State, but the fact that it's in Oxford and it was as close as it was, you know what? And it's homecoming. This is one where I just want to. Whatever. I don't care what we said on the Kent State podcast. I'm going Miami. You know what? Oxford, I believe, is the same exact size as our hometown. I looked it up. There's a special place in our heart for small town. Look, that's football. what I'm saying. Well, Kent, the Golden Flash is coming to Jaegerbaum Stadium. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Give me Miami, Ohio. All right. So uh you're not in Cleveland, you're in Jaeger Stadium. All right. Uh at Bowling Green the week after. That's a win. That should be a win, right? So that would then put us at what? One, two, three, four. All we need is three more wins, Patty. See, they're home to Western Michigan. Here's what I'll say: they get they're going to lose one of these, right? They'll, they'll I'll, I'll give them one and one against Western Michigan and uh, Kent State. Kent State. Yeah. I agree. Okay, give them. So the Broncos somehow pull pull out a win. They're at Akron. I think they're ahead of Akron right now. They get that dub. Yeah. So now we just need two wins. They get a bye week as they as they play on a Tuesday night at Jaegerbaum Stadium against the Bobcats. I think they get it done against Ohio. They lost by two at Ohio last year. They get it done. 
Man, I'm, we're giving them a lot of these 50-50s. What does that put them at? That puts them at at six. Uh, we just need one more win. One more win. They're at Northern Illinois. That's a loss. Probably it's a tough place yeah, to play. Tommy Hammock. Um, and lastly, home to Ball State, Jagerbob Stadium. What what was the score in that one last year? Did they get him last year? I don't know that they got him last year. I'm all over the place trying. I don't think they got him last year, right? Maybe not. Maybe they avoided him last year. Um, well, Miami, Ohio, la- or uh, Ball State rather last year was sitting. No, there. they got him. They beat him twenty four seventeen. A good game at Schumann. Ball Sh- State Schumann's Auto Parts. Nice in in Muncie. Yeah, Ball State six and seven. So this game being back <laughs> in Oxford, game. that is a tough game. But the home field advantage prevails. You're on the over. I'm on the over, baby. I'm gonna join you. Let's go, <laughs> Chuck seven Martin, baby. I don't know where the history. Uh, we're, we're going against history five. here. It's he doesn't get to seven dude, wins that often. If they often. beat Northwestern, you're smashing this. You're smashing this. All but right? you don't have a Gabbert quarterback in your uh, team that often, <laughs> do you? There you go. All right. What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you. That's what's gonna happen. I'm on the over. He's on the over. Subscribe to the College Football Experience, people. Also, remember subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We love Maction Basketball. We handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. We've been doing this shit for years, people. Subscribe. Tell a friend. All right. Uh, what else? I mean, th- me and Noah Bina host a college baseball experience. Maybe that's your cup of tea. All right. The Sports Gambling Podcast. They're already doing NFL futures. You're a Bengal fan. You're a Browns fan. I don't know any other team. Check it out. They're already doing fantasy football. What stuff. are the folks in rural Ohio love? Bengals, right? It's 45 minutes away. I don't know that it's really rural. Suburban Ohio, maybe. 45 minutes away, you're a Bengal fan, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but aside from that, like what uh Olympic sports? Oh, I don't know what else, but I'm saying uh subscribe. They probably like wrestling a lot. We need a wrestling podcast. We don't we don't have that. We're trying to promote pro- podcasts we have, buddy. Okay, sorry. All right. We'll Fantasy football gambling podcast. Check us out. CFL gambling podcast. All right. Look, it's summer. Check out some football. Your football craved like us. Uh so check that out. CFL gambling podcast. They do a great job. What else? USFL gambling podcast. Canton, Ohio. Me, Patty C and NC Nick also host that. That season just came to an end. Uh, golf gambling podcast, fantastic show. Boston Capper does a fantastic job. Steve Shermer, those guys are fantastic. Uh, NASCAR gambling podcast. How about I, what MLB gambling podcast? The, the Cleveland Indians and well, the Reds aren't doing good, but the Indians are. Subscribe over there to those NBA gambling podcasts. I don't know. Check out all that good stuff. We got just tons of it. Check it all out, people. Uh, also give us a five-star review on iTunes. And if you do that, take a screenshot, find us on uh, Twitter at the Colby D we'll find me on Twitter at the Colby D and find the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show us that screenshot. We'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience and uh, yeah. I can't wait for Maction Tuesdays. This is the college football experience, Miami, Ohio, Red Hawk style. You need to start thinking about yours. And we out of here. I don't get <laughs> They're begging you have my
Please have a party. Gotta be a man. I can't. Get my limousine.